Welcome to the Digital Masters Growth Marketing Podcast for professional service providers, agencies, and consultants. We're going to be talking innovative strategy, tactics, and the tech tools that marketers are using in the trenches today. Made by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let's get into it. How's it going, Mohammed? It's going good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know. I, I know there's some exciting stuff going on in your life. I just saw that video with your new uh, podcasting service. And uh, yeah, I thought that thank was, you, I, thank you. yeah, man, I, to be honest, I thought that was an epic video. Like, oh, the way thank you guys... you so much. There's a lot of uh, work that's, that's, you know, been on, on that specific video. So since you are also a content creator, you can understand how much work goes into creating, you know, such type of content. So <laughs> that was a lot of hard work. Glad, yeah, that, glad that paid off. No, I mean, and just like the way you guys were bouncing back and forth on each other, uh, like, oh, yes. yeah, well, how long did that take to put that video together? Uh, it, it took about like two days of shooting and then it was like two days of editing. Um, we try to make, you know, feel like a live conversation in which, you know, two guys sitting on one sofa. So if you have noticed that, you know, one guy uh, has his right hand on the sofa and then the other guy has his left hand on the sofa, so, you know, kind of make it feel like natural two guys sitting on one sofa and then, you know, uh, talking to an interviewer. So we, we kind of, you know, try to depict that and it, it, it you know, really turned out really well. So grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes I think when you do those kind of videos that kind of introduce a new product and you're telling your story, when it, sometimes when it's one person, it's harder to, mm -hmm. to, it's harder to like not come across as like kind of egotistical. But when you've got two people that are, kind of, <laughs> yes. when you've got two people with such a cool story, it tends to, oh, uh, yes. yeah, it tends to flow a lot better. So was that you that yeah. like, did you, I, obviously you guys collaborated on it, but is that, yeah. Did you kind of lead the work on that? Is that stuff that you already do with, with what you've, you've been doing in your, in your digital marketing or. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the things are going in such a way that uh, I am the chief. Uh, I'm the chief operating officer of Spotify, and Billy Samoasalibi is the chief executive officer. So he deals with all the legalities, the business development, and I operate uh, the business here. Uh, and I, I, you know, take care of the team. I take care of the operations. Uh, so that's kind of how our, our company, Podify, is working at the moment. And it's very exciting because, uh, you know, uh, we both have different talents. We both bring uh, multiple things on the table. And that's what makes uh, this partnership, this collaboration a bit more strong one. Because, you know, we both have uh, different things to collaborate on. And I think those different things complement really well. That's why, you know, it, it it sort of feels really good to have Billy uh, on board, you know, on this journey because he has this huge experience of sales and business development since he has been working uh, with great minds in Tesla and SolarCity. So he knows, you know, how to communicate in the market. And I have been working, uh, you know, with the operations. Uh, I had my software company as well. So I know how the operations are, how to manage teams and how, how the work goes on. So that's, you know, how uh, we actually complement the things. And that's how things started rolling on. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's it's actually really exciting um, for you, especially for you guys. I think it it's is. cool. It's also a testament to LinkedIn. That's how we met. We just kind of interacted through content, our videos and stuff. 
and that that's how we got this rolling. But then you guys, of course, of course. Yeah, but then you guys have an even more impressive story. You guys literally formed a partnership, uh, and um, you started a business. You started a whole new product, and you guys are like an ocean away. So I think that's that's a huge testament. <laughs> that's a huge testament to you, LinkedIn. You picked that line. <laughs> you picked that line. So um, yeah, because you know, uh, I think this is the beauty of this platform. Because, you know, it, it helps you connect with people around the world who speak different language, who belong to different demographics. And this is the beauty of this platform that it is, uh, you, you can say it's a no judgment land for people where anybody can have their opinions, where anybody can share their ideas. And there is no one to judge you. And there are, you know, I actually feel that people on LinkedIn, they actually have a big heart and they really, you know, they really help you succeed. They really help you get, uh, you know, get up to the ladder. And that's how me and Billy met on this platform. Uh, as exactly me and you met over here, you know, that was, I guess, over a piece of content uh, where we both engaged on a piece of content. And then, you know, further on, we exchanged uh, our contact details. And today, here we are. So I think it's it's a really amazing platform and people should really use it to build relationships rather than you know looking for uh you know get rich quick uh, you know schemes and you know pitching people and disturbing those people that's that's really not uh, why why linkedin is what linkedin is meant for linkedin is basically meant for relationships and uh, you know long-term friendships which actually translates to more business opportunities and, you know, that's how things start sailing because, you know, quick things, they don't work. Uh, slow and steady wins the race always. And that's what exactly the LinkedIn is all, you know, me meant for. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's also funny, too, because I ran it. I, I connected with your partner just a few days before you guys released the video. And that was like totally by accident. And I just, I, it's yeah, sometimes oh, that's cool. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, man, that's, it's just weird how that works. That's why that video like hit me like a ton of bricks because I was like, whoa, I just connected with him, and then you guys have this like new product. I was like, that, I was like, that is so awesome. <laughs> you, you were like, you know, the the world is a round place, and you you get people, you know, bouncing into each other, and that's what, exactly what happened with you. Yeah. So um, you guys obviously that's believe awesome. in yeah. What you guys obviously believe in in podcasting. Uh, you guys mm -hmm. are creating a whole pro a product around that. Um, I'm helping people think that stuff th through as well. I'm helping them think through how to do mm -hmm. content and distribute that stuff. So what do you think yeah. the opportunities are for people going forward with podcasting in particular? I think it's a great opportunity for people who have just started or maybe who are already doing or maybe people who think to start a podcast because, you know, uh, people have recently, because recent, according to recent studies, uh, more than 54% people now listen to a podcast. So that makes me think that what if we, uh, you know, we have always been consuming video content in terms of YouTube or different streaming platforms, Twitch maybe. So why not podcast? Why not audio? Because audio has, you can say, you know, through audio content, there is a specific connection that, that, you know, that really connects you with the host and the guest while you're listening to a podcast. And I really think that podcasting has a great potential from now on 
and it has already been a potential within podcast because you know people like Jordan Harbinger who have been into podcasting world since 2006 and now you know after after a decade and a half they you know they agree that podcasting is something which takes a lot of time uh, but when it takes time and when you know it helps you develop the skills so then it's really really fruitful and mm-hmm. i really think that you know people should start podcasting even if they are talking about uh just cars or maybe just one specific car in general or maybe anything they like um so that's how the podcasting thing is cuz you know it's it, it's it's something like when you start speaking when you start sharing your ideas so what happens is eventually you start collecting your own tribe and people you try you start you know attracting those people and eventually when you when you share your thoughts when you speak out your heart so people who who you're attracting you know they try to they kind of you know resonate with you and once they start resonating with you they kind of become your online tribe members or your online family members so in this way i think that builds and that creates a real community like like a virtual community and that's what you know helps you to grow uh in terms of your business your personal brand your authority so in short podcasting has a lot of potential and i would definitely suggest each and every one of uh, the people who are listening to the show to definitely go create a podcast show for themselves. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I also kind of think that sometimes even the word podcast can be kind of a loaded word because uh, mm. you can you can do lots of different things. Like you can you can record workshops. Like I'm recording this as video, but I'll I'll uh, pull the audio out and publish that. But then I can put the uh, video on my website. I can put that on YouTube. Um, so there's a lots of different actually there's a lot of different things you can actually um, publish um, absolutely and then also absolutely. yeah and then also like what you mentioned too like the skills so what what I notice now is like uh, there's so many new skills to learn and so many new skills that pe- people are deploying and the people that are getting into that now yeah they may not be masters but they're actually starting to to develop those skills and then over time they're going to they're going to get better and better. But there's a whole group of people that are kind of in a little bit more of a traditional space. Like they're just, they're, they're continuing to do business the same way, which is, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's like networking and referrals and all that kind of stuff is, is great, but they're not learning those basic skills, which I, which I consider basic skills at this point, um, or they will be shortly. Absolutely. So you have to like, even if, absolutely. Yeah. So even if you're, even if you like, a lot of people are just like, oh, there's already podcasts that talk about that. Oh, there's already, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to get that many subscribers or whatever that is. I Sometimes I'm just like, hey, you need to start to develop these skills uh, just yeah. so that you, you're not kind of left behind, you know? Exactly, exactly. Because, you know, okay, so... Uh, I just want to address this this last thing that you mentioned that you know about the about the subscribers, because I I really believe that if anybody is doing anything for subscribers or for the follower count or the or the number of likes or comments they get, so I I personally think that they are actually losing because they are just judging themselves based on uh, just based on the number of likes they get on a single post they they put on social media because that's not the way you look at it 
if you really really want to share what you what's inside of you what what thoughts you have you just have to be very very natural you have to be yourself and you have to forget about everything else you have to forget about what other people are about talking about you what what they say about you the number of likes you get even if you could just get one single like you should be grateful for that that one people one person you know your your thoughts actually resonated with that one person right so you should start you know sharing the things eventually what will happen is you will develop a tribe who resonate with your tone your style your personality because you know let's put it this way we as human beings we are brand ambassadors of ourselves because there is no one like us right we yeah. are unique and we are our own brand so even if you know people say that oh there's a podcast already on this specific topic there are a ton of you know there are a ton of podcasts already there who are you know talking on this specific topic so the point to mention is you know the personality factor maybe let's say there are 1000 1000 podcasts out there talking about a topic a but let's say you also talk about that topic a but maybe you you have that specific sense of humor that people really like right yeah, so yeah. what will happen is eventually 999 podcasts people will not listen to those and people will listen to yours just because of the sense of humor you have and you know the others don't have that this is just because of you know your personality that's all it's not about it's already been done it's you know they already have a million subscribers that does not matter you just need to start you just need to you know share your thoughts and that's it just forget about the things and just share your thoughts and and just be you know consistent with it yeah i think that was a great point that you that you you mentioned especially with uh with the likes and comments and stuff cuz i I'll, i'll admit even for myself there are times where i get a little bit too caught up in that um as i've started to get into this journey um and where where i've kind of realized that um the the best way to handle it is just to come in like have a list of things that you need to do do them well but not get so caught up in that in that and i think i think i see kind of two spectrums it's like I see people that are just starting out sharing their ideas uh they tend you know it's like they're just getting going so they they're really invested in these things that they're doing so I see it's very easy for them to get overly attached to some of those things but then on the other spectrum mm-hmm. with with more uh with with businesses that are more mature and they're already kind of successful in their own space and they're trying to get into social media sometimes they take it too lightly they come in and they just post kind of like just links to blogs and stuff like that and they're not really like engaging in the platform uh and it's really kind of like having a balance it's like coming in and delivering good content exactly. like being present there exactly. not not just like checking the box but then not getting too exactly. overly invested in it either like just ha- almost like having like a zen balance uh, a zen perspective of it <laughs> you know oh yes absolutely because you know uh being you know running a marketing agency we have seen this a lot like you know businesses they just want their blogs to be out there on their social media platform and they don't want to invest their own time to engage with their audience and if you just visit their social media pages they really feel like a you're like a dead robot right <laughs> yeah. it, 
<laughs> it's just that you know they are just creating content on autopilot and that's just being posted on the specific time specific date because all of that is scheduled and nothing is being feel feeling natural because you know people know that okay on friday 10 a.m that's going to be there and nobody's going to engage with it because you know it, it's normal so you know it's really really important for brands and businesses even brick and mortar businesses to you know, actually engage with their audience, actually make them feel that you are present, make them feel that you actually care about them. Because, you know, humans are are really emotional creatures. And if if you, you know, if you engage with them and if you show them respect, if you show them value, you give them value, they try to reciprocate in the same manner. I'm not saying everybody does the same, but most of the most of the people does the same. So that's how it works. Yeah, no, totally. And, and then one other thing that I've found that's uh, cool about podcasting that uh, that I didn't necessarily think about at first was just like, it makes it very easy for me to reach out to people and like create conversations oh, yeah. with them. Because it's like- Oh, 100%. Yeah, because if I would reach out to them before, they would like, what does this guy want? What is he trying to sell me? But it's like, now I'm realizing, <laughs> hey, like I can actually just invite like successful people that that I'd even like to work with and start a really cool conversation with them, uh, learn about their business, learn about their struggles, uh, just at, like in a non-sales situation hmm. and like just turn that switch off and just be like, hey, let's let's chat. And then after the fact, I can send them like video clips of themselves talking uh, so that they can post on social media. Uh, and so me and them are sitting right next to each other. It's going out to their channels. So it's like, hmm. you can really, really distribute if you if you think about it carefully, it's like you can really provide them a lot of value, create conversations that you, you normally would never be able to create, and then also help distribute exactly. your name as well. Exactly, exactly. That that's really true. And uh, you know, um, I have actually learned this specific trick um, from my partner Billy. Uh, that he actually told me that how he reaches uh, to different podcasters, or maybe you know, you know how he uh, you know gets to know about more more different guests. So he he uses this specific uh, thing that you know whenever he wants to invite someone to be a guest on his podcast show. So what he does is. What he does is is very very simple. He you know reach reaches out to those people in a very very conversational manner, and they try to you know talk and have a you know have a little conversation, and then he tells them that hey I have a podcast show and I'd love you to you know be a guest on my show. So there's a thing you know he actually told me that you know first there was a sort of you can say a resistance, but when you actually tell those people that. Hey, if you if you're going to be a guest on my podcast show, so in return I could, uh, you know, give video clips of you talking, just as you said, or maybe the podcast show. So you know, so maybe you know, just making the distribution easy for those people. So you know, it actually makes them feel that if they are going to be on the show, so it's actually going to benefit them long term because they are going to get exposure, they are going to get media, right? So that's kind of a way if, if you're trying to approach people for podcasts. So yeah, you know, it really makes the whole journey really, really easier. Yeah. Uh, I've had people reach out to me after the fact, they were just almost kind of blown away that I would go to that length. Um, I will say though, <laughs> I will say like getting the processes in place to like actually deliver on that, uh, takes yeah. a little bit of, uh, 
a little bit of um, experience. So, and, and that's that's kind of the fun thing that I've been doing too, is like developing all the processes and the skills mm -hmm. to do that. Uh, just like, cause you're doing it week in and week out and it kind of has to go off like like clockwork. And uh, yeah. it's it's not easy, but you know what I will say is like, the easy, the hard part is kind of just figuring it out. Like once you get into a rhythm, it's not actually that hard. It doesn't actually take that much time. You mm. like the person making the clips. The, I, I I would say the hardest part actually is who's who has the skill to decide what the good clip is. Oh yes, absolutely. Because you know you have an hour long episode, and then you have to skim through it to find the best part, and then you know just just take out the best parts of it. That's really a challenge. I completely and you know agree with that. Yeah, and then also like figuring out like what words do you want to start on so that it kind of comes in like like impactful. Yeah, exactly. And. <laughs> you know, it, it's so funny. So, cause you know, this evening we were actually working on a video. Uh, so what happened was, you know, we had a bunch of video clips sorted out and we were just trying to figure out what heading should be on top of the video for mm -hmm. each clip that that's also a challenge, you know, that is, that is. Yeah. Yeah. And then also then, then what do you write? Because what, what I found is like what you've seen my, my, my one-off videos where I'm just giving a very particular message. So those is pretty easy because I can pretty the, the copy that I put above the video can pretty much match what I say line for line because it's oh, yeah. just a it's just a message. But what I found with the podcasting is you have to like sometimes the the clip of the podcast is very like it's 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 not a complete idea all the time. It's not a complete sentence because it may be 30 seconds or 90 seconds of somebody talking but you're not getting everything. So in that case, you, you can't just copy what was said. You have to go in and articulate maybe maybe a more complete idea that gives people the bigger picture. And then you're right, that exactly. title. That title has to be exactly. something that ca catches people's eye because it's people are people can be kind of right. lazy. They can be kind of lazy. Like I, I see one person that's doing this a lot. And I always I always provide um, free advice when people want it. But I noticed that his, the, mm -hmm. the title of of all of his videos is always the um the name of his podcast that's and awesome I'm, that's awesome and you well know, it's uh, it, the one well i was gonna say yeah, it's awesome but we, it's awesome but at the same time it, it's like it doesn't always cap it's like it's better to talk about like what that clip is going to be about hmm. versus it just being the name of your podcast because it's like when people are scrolling through the feed it's like what is going to get them to stop and so the title has to be something interesting to somebody if you just, if, if I were just to say, you know, like, you know, digital masters podcast every single time, then the videos just don't get as, as much, uh, they just don't get seen as much because people don't know why they would even watch it. Exactly. Cause you know, there is a very clear reason behind it. Cause, um, it's human nature when you, you know, when you see things, uh, again and again, you kind of get numb to that specific thing. And what happens is even if that is appearing on your feed, your brain tells you that you have already seen that and you just, you know, scroll past it. So if you if you actually give your audience a kind of a hook through your through your headline, that would be that could be 
a great investment for you because you know that's something which actually grabs the attention of your audience and that actually you know makes them intrigued about the video like the content like what is in there right and one of the things that i really appreciate about your content is whenever you post videos so instead of watching the videos entirely if somebody is you know just reading the copy they get the complete gist of what's in the video i i really like this idea because you know i have noticed this thing that whenever people are trying to put video content either the copy is just just uh, you can say a summary or sometimes it's just the heading but not the complete idea but if we are you know posting video content because you know this is a fact people have different types of learning behaviors and by learning behaviors what i mean is some people they perceive knowledge by video some people by right, audio right. and some people by reading right so we need to we need to provide flexibility of learning so that whoever the audience is they get to learn they get to learn about the message that you want to deliver through their own preferred medium that could be either a video an audio or maybe a copy so you know the idea is to provide flexibility for your audience uh to, to you know to let them understand your message more clearly in their specific way yeah totally yeah and it's interesting because people have like people have told me that specifically in comments they'll be like hey i'm glad that you that you also include the text and and yeah. i've been on the other receiving end of that too well i'll see somebody's video and it's like five minutes long and i'm like <laughs> I, I don't like that's a long time to invest and yeah it's and, and yet, here's another interesting thing too, is that I take my podcasts and mm -hmm. I, I, I also transcribe them. And so when mm -hmm. I post the video on my website, I'll also put the trans transcription below it. And I've had several people reach out to me and they said uh, they appreciated the transcription, not because they read every word, but they were kind of able to skip through it pretty quickly and kind of find some of the nuggets that they were interested in. Absolutely. And you know, uh, putting uh, a complete transcript, like a complete timestamp transcript on your website. It also helps you with the SEO because uh, right. search engine optimization, right? Because let's say you guys were, let's say you were, uh, you know, talking with, with a person on your podcast and then you guys were discussing about a specific link, about a specific resource or maybe your, your personal website, right? So let's say, uh, you you know you were talking about your website like for instance www.inandoutdigital.com or www.podify.co so you know when we speak about this this you know actually gets into the transcript and when that transcript you know gets onto your website google's crawlers they get to learn about that specific link and when somebody tries to you know search for that website and if your blog is already having a good domain authority, you know? So it actually helps Google to find that specific person, specific guest or specific website even more easier, easily. So that's why, you know, why search engine optimization specialists, they always recommend if you are creating YouTube content, always, always put transcripts over there or maybe always put your uh, captions over there. and make sure that your captions are not burned into the video that means the captions being animated within the video because you know that is a good user experience but that is not good for 
in terms of search engine optimization because you know Google won't get that. But Google will get uh, when you specifically upload that .srd file, which contains your captions or maybe your transcripts. Because you know, then it allows Google to read those transcripts and get the information out of those. So that's something you know that really helps podcasters uh, in in ranking their websites, in getting their domains up. And in, in getting their website's authority up uh, by having more and more conversations with influential people, let's say, uh, you know, you, uh, interviewed, uh, you interviewed a guest who really have a, a very good reputation, right? And that guest is being searched on Google quite often. So you, you have their name on your podcast show and you keep on you know having this conversation and you keep on taking their name so that name is registered on that specific srt and the transcript yeah. so what will eventually happen is when people are trying to search for that specific guest on google and if your website is you know up with seo and your website is good with seo so it might happen that google you know uh crawls your website so in this way through just through your guest, your website is getting that link juice, eventually creating more opportunities for you and your business. So that's, you know, how beautiful podcasting is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to think about, man. There's like all these different ways that like all these things get connected. So, um, of course, of course. So I love talking about podcasting, especially since, um, since I'm doing it and you guys are doing it too. But originally when we talked, we were going to be talking about like paid ads and stuff. So are are let me ask you a, qu a quick question. So you guys are releasing this brand new product. Sure. Do you do you mm -hmm. envision like running ads right away, or do you do you feel like you have to get some organic attraction first? Like, how do you when you start thinking about ads for like a brand new product like this? How are you guys already talking about this internally? That's a very good question. Um, so uh, very clearly, we actually are, we actually envisioned to get organic reach first. Because uh, it's very, very important to build authority and uh, it's very important to, you know, make Google feel good about your website. Because, you know, if saying in easy terms, it's very important to get traffic, you know, ahead of time on your website so that, you know, Google gets to know that your domain is not dormant and your domain is actually getting some traffic. So let's say if you are, you know, uh, promoting your content organically and if people are actually you know getting to your website searching for your website on on google so what happens is the crawlers of google's like the crawlers of google's are are called you can say uh the robots of google they they get an idea that okay this specific website is worth their time is worth people's attention so they try to grab you know, information from cookies about that specific website. And eventually with time, uh, what happens is when organic traffic increases and when and then after that, if you're trying to run paid ads, so number one, you have already built an authority. So what will happen is, for instance, if you're running paid ads after building authority through organic content, so people kind of resonate with the content that they see on the paid ads, as well as if they already see that, okay, this is a kind of a brand that they already have seen it before. So, you know, that also kind of makes sense. On the other hand, let's say 
if we just launched and we started paid advertisement, it will do just one thing and it will do it greatly. That is waste your dollars, right? Uh, Because bro, it's very, it's very uh, true that if nobody knows you and you're trying to run ads, so, you know, people, you know, people cannot try to connect with you. So that's the thing. If they land on your website and the website is completely blank, there is nothing, no testimonials, no reviews, nothing. Why would they trust in you? Why would they even sign up for your newsletter? Why would they do it? Right? So it's always, always good to first, uh, you know, create some organic traffic. And once you have that traction, maybe adjust a little bit. And then if you try to, you know, run paid ads and do remarketing campaigns, that's most fruitful for people and businesses. So maybe even like starting off with like retargeting because they came to your, like if you're going to start with paid ads, like they actually came to your website first and then you retarget mm-hmm. just so that when they start browsing around again, they keep seeing you, um, but they've exactly. already kind of exactly. yeah. I have exactly. seen that. Exactly. I have seen that a little bit on, on LinkedIn. I've, I've come across a few people and then I, um, I went to their website and then all of a sudden I saw them all over the place, but it was because I went to their website first. They didn't like target me with like a, I'm pretty sure they didn't target me with just like a, a paid ad to just, you know, mm-hmm. out of the blue. Yeah. Cause you know, uh, the real, <clears throat> you know, what they say is the real well lies within follow-ups, right? So it's, it's the same kind of concept over here. For instance, if somebody, you know, visited a specific website, without them you know being marketing it so what will happen is if what will eventually happen is if the marketer behind that specific product or business is smart enough so they will definitely create a remarketing campaign in which you know remarketing campaign okay so let let's put it you know in in easy words for the audience remarketing campaign is basically you know you take a bucket and then you put those specific people in that bucket who actually visited to your website at some point in time. So now what your job as a marketer is, is to be on top of their minds. And that does not mean to annoy them by being present like every single time on every single page. I don't mean that. I actually mean that, you know, even if you have a bucket full of people, who actually went to your website, it's always smart to hyper-target your audience. And by hyper-targeting, what I mean is specifically target people according to their likes and dislikes. In this way, let's say you are a coffee-making company, you are a coffee-brewing company, right? And then you get like, let's say, a thousand people in your remarketing bucket. But let's say... Um, you know, 900 people out of those thousand people, they don't like coffee. And now if you're trying to, you know, remarket them, it will do two things. A, waste your dollars and B, annoy those people, right? Right. So it's it's very, very, you know, smart that you hyper-target your audience. So let's say you have a thousand people in your remarketing bucket, but it's smart to not target all of those people, but it's smart to target a chunk of those people who actually like coffee and then try to market those people that what different types of coffees you have, 
what is your process of brewing the coffee what is your process of production what is your process of actually you know you know completely cleaning that and processing that and how how does it smell like what's the color look like you know once you have the people who actually like coffee then your job is to show those people the different aspects of your product or service and then again if you let's say if you have a targeted list of people and if you're trying to you know show them the same thing again and again they'll eventually get bored and they will either block you or they'll either you know star you or maybe they'll flag you because you know you're just being annoyed right so it's yeah. always good even if you have a targeted list of people try to show different aspects like from different angles and from from different perspectives from and you know if you have like a targeted uh, group try to you know hyper target within that specific group like let's say based on the age demographics let's say wise people like different things like they like calm things peaceful polite while if you talk about uh the young people the teenagers they like energetic things rock and pop music in the, in the background you know something like that so it's it's all about the perspective it's all about how you think about people it's always good as a marketer uh to think being in the shoes of your audience and once you are there so you actually you know try to feel that what it would feel like if i saw this specific ad and once right. you try to feel in that way you know it it actually gives you a perspective that how you should proceed with your ads and in this way the most successful ads are the ones who are hyper targeted to their audience in this way those ads don't feel like ads they feel like real content and that's the beauty of targeting yeah yeah it's interesting man it, like marketing really is like the key to it is just understanding like how the other person is actually feeling about all these things cuz like we all Absolutely. think we know I, I every almost every business owner I meet, they think they know their customers really well. Um, but usually it's like they only know it from their own perspective. Like they see it from their skill. They don't necessarily they have they actually have no real um, idea why the the person actually is um, is buying from them specifically. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And it's really, really important to get to know your audience and get to know why they buy from you and what makes them feel to buy from you. Because it's really important to, you know, get get to know that feeling. You know, I would say get to know that feeling when your customers either buy from you or maybe when your customers put their trust in you. That you have to try to understand that feeling that what what do they feel when they do or when when they take those specific steps so in this way you would be you know more well aware of your business of yourself and in this way you'd have a good cushion to improve your services your product and overall customer experience and this will result in better performance better business more reach and more visibility yeah well cool man so um so I, I, I feel like we could talk about this stuff for, for ages, but uh, why, don't you let, <laughs> why don't you let people know what you're up to, how they can and how they can get a hold of you? Of course, uh, they can uh, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, which is LinkedIn slash M-U-M-A-R-M-O-I-N. And they can also reach out to me through email, which is U-M-A-R at 
I-N-A-N-D-O-U-T-D-I-G-I-T-A-L.com, which is umar at inandoutdigital.com. Cool, man. And uh, so you're, 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 you're basically doing two things right now, right? You're doing uh, the podcast stuff, and then you're also yeah. doing, the, you're continuing with the digital marketing. Exactly. So I'm running two companies right now, In and Out Digital, as well as Podify. That's awesome. It's a lot on your plate. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Well, hey, I appreciate it. It's been nice. I, I'm glad that we met on LinkedIn. Um, we all, I, I knew I we would become, yeah, I knew we would become friends. And I, I truly appreciate you coming on the to the uh, podcast today and explaining your perspective on all these different things. And I look forward to Thanks. continuing to uh, to talk with you in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. It was a pleasure being on here. And thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate that. And, you know, let, let's just keep in touch and let's just keep on engaging with the content that we you know, produce. Uh, and I really appreciate you, you know, creating content. And uh, the fact that I love your videos is, you know, I, I just mentioned within the show that, uh, you know, we don't have to like watch the entire video. The whole idea is within the copy. <laughs> and that's uh, the thing that I really love about your, your content. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate that feedback. All right, well, have a good one. Have a good one. You too, have a good one. Bye. Take care.